The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail time for it to happen ladies and gentlemen uh he's on the line right now ladies and gentlemen mr jimmy fallon is here jimmy are you there Hey, guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Jimmy, you and I have been in a fight since 1995. I remember this. No, you don't, do you? You do remember. You saw my my glare in the Tempe Improv. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Now, listen to this. This is this. I've I got to tell you the whole story, and this will be more of just you listening to me, which screws your whole interview process up, which is just a <laughs> terrible, terrible interview technique. But yeah. I must share this with you because I've been in a fight with you for years, and you're, you're, you son of a bitch, you're winning me over. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is awful. So you are at the Tempe Improv, right? You come out on stage. I'm with a girl who won tickets to go see the show, and she is, uh, she's, on the, she's in the radar. You know, I'm, I'm targeting this one. So everything's supposed to go great. You go to the comedy club, everybody's going to make you laugh, right? So you come out, and something went wrong, so you didn't have your troll doll, and, you know, you're doing your act with a light, and, like, I had, I had to try to explain it. And then you opened for the lady who played Alice in the Brady Bunch, and her set went so badly, it's still known to this day as the worst night of comedy at the Tempe Improv. So, end of the night... Uh, this girl goes, that was the worst night ever. I just want to go home. So it totally killed the whole buzz. I never talked to her again. And ever since then, I've just gone, Fallon. And then I see you rise to fame. Fallon. But, yeah, but I was, that wasn't the headline. I think my, my, my set probably went pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> see now? See, the, the lady from the Brady Bunch. That's yeah. the damn charm you bring to this thing is that I can't even remember. It just went so bad after you were off. It just went, I don't even know. You but blame I just, me and not, not the lady for the Brady Bunch? Look, Why would you... That, it was Hitler's fault that World War II happened, but we blame a lot of, like, Goebbels, and those guys all had that going, too. You were part of it. You were still on I guess the... I was part of it, but I thought, I think, maybe maybe what you remember, maybe that was the, we started going good there, and then it slowly went downhill. I mean, I can't I can't be your wingman for all this stuff. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing. So then for years... I mean, are you dating someone now? I'm married. It's all over. Just, I'm not over it. Let me have my closure, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I, mean, I think we should get your wife on the phone, and we should talk about this. I mean, maybe Good this, Lord, no. For God's sake. This is the best thing ever happened to you, was, was uh, you having a bad night. How do I know? What if? Because the other lady is probably a millionaire or something like that, and tra- traipsing about the world saying, sure, is, it about, sure. is it about the money, or is it about the love? Money, Jimmy, you know that. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't want you to answer that quickly. Yeah, well, about the it. reason you know that is because you're here to promote your CD. That's it. That's true. Which I will make no money off of. Yeah, but yeah, but you were, you were going to promote love. That was different. If you called to, to tell us how much you love your wife and family, that's then then you got an argument. But you're calling to promote I mean, a CD. Yeah, yeah, I am calling to promote a CD to make money off of. Yeah, yeah. So for years, I had this thing. Like I'd see, you'd be like, oh, fuck. 
But he's now, John, he's got a point that Ann B. Davis. It I mean, wasn't Ann B. Davis. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> no, oh, it was okay. the lady after Ann oh, B. Okay. But the uh, yeah, the thing that got me was is then I started to like you, and then I listened to the CD, and I'm like, God damn, that's funny, and I don't want it to be. And there you are, being hilarious and nice, and every, and everybody I talked to is like, Oh, Jimmy's the nicest guy in show business, and I'm like, Yeah, that's what you think. That's what he wants you to think. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real son of a yeah. Yeah, but now I want to bury the hatchet with you if you don't mind. If, uh, well, if, I, yeah, I, I'd love to do this. Let's get this over with right now. And I, I apologize for for anything that I had done wrong okay. or that I wasn't funny that night. You, I don't know that you were. I can't even remember. Oh, yeah, that's not but, good. but somehow I get stuck with this, and that, and yeah. I get a, that lady's act should have been better. And I and look, the, it was and, it was you. Dan Murr was involved for a while. I was mad at him. I love me some Dan Murr. All he was was running the club, but he was responsible for my not happening. That was a moment for me, and it just it oh just all went south. So I lumped you all together like Nazis, and I, I think I should apologize. Can you put it in your past? I can if you can. I can. Let's do it right now. Uh, We're gonna, 30 bucks uh, let's be, yeah, let's get this out of the way, and let's yeah. be besties from now on. We should know if you're ever in Phoenix, that means we have to go to the subway together. <laughs> What, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, because you have to. We have to just sit there and stare at each other. And maybe right. there'll be a couple this moments. A couple dudes here. This yeah. is getting weird. No, trust me. This needs to happen so I can look him in yeah. the eye and go, you know what, Fallon? I was wrong. <laughs> ever, I got you. Do you ever get that, Jimmy? Do you ever get people who are like Fallon? Because <laughs> I mean, you're famous, so it's like people. There's going to be people out there who don't like you, but do they ever get outwardly noisy about it? I don't know. I mean, I haven't really been, uh, you know, in those situations. I haven't been. Uh, I haven't been back to Tempe in a while. So maybe there's. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> maybe there's a gang of people in Tempe that don't like me. There's one guy out there, and it doesn't bother uh, you, does it? Because I, you know, on the radio, oh, no. you, you always hear somebody go, "I like this show. You suck." No, no, no. I don't care. That's just going to happen. I mean, when we first came out, everyone was like, "Oh, the show's going to flop. It won't last." He's not good, and so and then you know, cut to me singing with uh, you know Paul McCartney on the show, and it's like wow. I don't even know. I, I didn't even think I'd make it that far. Yeah, and then you and then you have Barack I Obama mean, too. Obama comes I mean, the on. president of the United States. It's just we've had a crazy year, and it's just uh, you know just keeping my head down, working hard, and just just trying to uh, put the stuff out. But I mean, like the reason the CD, I'm proud of this is again, I'm not making any money off this. Trust me, NBC is making more money than <laughs> I am. But the, the the reason why I like it is because people can't stay up that late to watch our show. Right. And and most people see it either on the you know on the computer going viral or something like that. So now they can listen to it and they go like, oh, that's crazy. Like you know, to hear Eddie Vedder sing "Balls in Your Mouth." Yeah. It just makes no real sense. You yeah. go, what's going on? And you have no idea why it's happening or why you're enjoying it. You just do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's silly. But it's like, but I mean, to get these people to like Springsteen to do a thing with me or, you know, I called up Bruce Springsteen. Well, I had to, I can't, first of all, I can't even believe I'm calling up Bruce Springsteen, but I'm yeah. talking to you know, John Landau, his manager, and he goes, Bruce would like to talk to you about this idea you guys had. I go, great. So I talked to Bruce. I go, my, here's my idea. I do an impression of Neil Young. And uh, I want to know if you want to sing a duet with me. We'll sing Willow Smith with my hair. Right. And he goes, and he goes uh, I am not familiar with that song. And I go, okay, we'll get you the song. I go, basically, it's like a hip-hop dance song. It's like she's a cute little kid. And he goes like, I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. I go, but my version is Neil Young singing his version. So it's like, whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> You know, really slow, and then I want you to come in and go like, "You gotta whip your hair." <laughs> so he starts laughing. He's like, "Okay, it's great." He goes, "Wait, wait I got an idea. Why don't I, why don't I uh, dress up like I used to dress in the seventies?" And and you, I said, "You know, we could put like a beard on you." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we got a beard." And I, this is his idea, right? 
So I'm like, this is insane. So now it, you're it, dressing up. Your it's a dress me up, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, it's unbelievably crazy. When he came out, if you listen to the track, you can kind of hear the audience go like, wait a second, is that... That's really him. Is that really Bruce Springsteen? Wait a second, yeah. that's really Bruce Springsteen. And then they go nuts, and it's just it's just crazy, stuff yeah. like that. But, we, you know, it, it's it's fun, and it's I think they like it because they're in on the joke, and, you know, no one's, we're not making fun of anyone. No, and the whole thing about it is it's really funny from top to bottom. I love the Neil Young French... Or French Prince. That would be an even better show. The French Prince of Bel Air, which is a totally different <laughs> yeah. The French Prince. That was, that was that one was what got me. And then the Dylan thing's brilliant. And uh, it's just it's just a, it's this rise of success. And you seem like such a nice person. Maybe that's why I'm I had such bitterness towards you. you yeah, you're, do something that's yeah. Do something pricky once or a while. Like get in the yeah, news. Gonna, get in the news to be like, oh, there's Fallon beating people again. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna beat somebody. Yeah, I I I, I, I I'll, I'll get on that. I'll I'll think about that one. Yeah. Have you ever thought I, I about? I don't know. I just I, I just. I, I, I'm, I'm having fun, and it's just I, I think that's what our jobs are. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's now been three and a half years, and you go, okay, it, it, this is kind of what I do now. It's, it's fun. Isn't so? You kind of you said something that's interesting because it hits home with me. Is that you? You I, we've been at this show for eleven years, and my biggest fear is that somebody's going to come in here and go, that guy doesn't know what he's it, doing. No, completely. I mean, yeah. but do you remember your first week oh, of God. doing your shows? It was the week before nine eleven. <gasps> You're yeah. kidding no, me. No, no. It was the week before 9-11. It was a nightmare. Oh, and my I, I gosh. I mean, welcome to the business. You <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Yeah, we did. Oh, like, I mean, it was horrible. We, we went on the air, a brand new station, took over for a guy who'd been here for 20 years, and then uh, yeah. terrorists attacked the nation. We thought, I'm sure okay. everyone loved you. I'm sure everyone loved you. You're right the off the bat. The yep, right <laughs> off the bat, it was just this love affair. And then somehow another Al-Qaeda is involved in my life, and two weeks later, we're back on with Joe Piscopo. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's what we had. We had. Well, I had to follow. You know, Conan O'Brien has been on. He was on for sixteen years. Yeah. At late night, so it's like it's not easy to replace a a guy that's been in your TV set for sixteen years. It's like, so it, it, you kind of have that uh, to fight when you when you're replacing somebody, but. You know, you just got to just work hard, and you the start biggest, The out. biggest thing to success, and maybe you'll back me on this, is just not caring. You don't. You can't care. You yeah. just have to. Yeah, I totally agree with you yeah. on that. <laughs> just getting through your life without caring about much of anything is the key to success. <laughs> well, I don't know about it. Now you're getting a little. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying you know you got to like people. You have to have one hated celebrity that you follow around for 20 years that you just have in your back pocket. And, and B. Davis. Everyone should go out and hate. <laughs> That's Ann it. B. Maybe I will hate her, but I doubt she's going to have a talk show anytime soon. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually I felt like I had some sort of thing to do with cursing her career. You, on the other yeah. hand, you bucked the trend. You broke that whole night open. It's not fair. But you still got to work it, hard, though, John. Not really. No? You, no. Uh, Jimmy, back me on this. Do you have to work hard? I think, I don't know. I'm just saying, John might have a point. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, you might have to work a little bit hard. You have to work. Yeah. But working hard's for suckers. And that, that I means they suckers, could, but, yeah. I mean, but this, this hard work isn't real hard work. No, it's putting in the time. Yes, yeah, the time. You got to yeah. put the time. You put the effort into it. But once when it's done, you go like that's how you end up. Like I know, I remember like through the whole Jay Conan Letterman oh. thing. That's where I started. That's where I thought of the Neil Young thing. Yeah, and because it's, it's just like just keep your head down and just start trying to be just make people laugh. Do your own sure. thing and don't let all this other crap bother you. Yeah, and that was the yeah, thing. That's like that's, that, that's when you really kind of went through the roof. Is when all that garbage was going on and everybody else was fed up with the other guys. And it's like Fallon's the only one that's actually doing his job. Yeah, that's what I was. I was that's my. I, I should. I had nothing to do with that fight. So I'm like, what do I care if my show's on at twelve forty or one in the morning? I mean, does that mean anything to me? It's yeah, like exactly. It's not like people are. 
are setting their alarms for 1240, but they're like, I'm not going to wait another 20 to get on at 1 o'clock. <laughs> right. Now, who were you rooting just, for? You were rooting for Conan or Jay? Oh, no, no. There was no rooting for anything. The whole thing was just like, I, the whole thing was a mess. I just wanted it to be over with. Yeah, and it was probably worse for you because they're like, okay, we'll just move Jimmy out of the way. And you were like the pawn. Well, I know both of them. I mean, I, I've been on both of their shows. The whole thing was just like sticky and weird. So I was like, I, I, this is just silly, guys. This is, you know, it's, it's like crazy. a divorce, being yeah. in the middle of the divorce. Brutal. You know, it really one is. Side yeah. or the other. Jimmy, hopefully you're not uh, holding any or harboring any resentment for me because I've, I've now turned a corner and I will, I will put it all behind me. You're a bigger man, and uh, and I, I appreciate you coming and being honest and saying because now now we can get it out of the way. Yeah, because I couldn't do a fake interview and pretend like we were best friends. I had a real a real crawl on my side. Yeah, and it's all about communication. That's right. You've won me over, Jimmy. When are we going to Subway? All right, let's do it. Let's subway do it. stare. Let's have a stare off. Let's have a subway. staring contest at the subway. Whenever you're in Phoenix, you uh, don't lose my number. You're going to lose it. Everybody right. says it. I was supposed to be friends with no. Quentin Tarantino too, but he never called back. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it together. Uh, that's a deal. I like it. Jimmy, thank you All so right, much, brother. and uh, good luck. And, so, and buy that CD. It's Jimmy Fallon, Blow Your Pants Off. It's wildly funny, and it's uh, You're it's a awesome. good man. I try, Jimmy. Nice job. Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. Right, Bye, guys. See. There you go. Jimmy Fallon, everybody. Wins me over. Pretty good. <sighs> I did all right. Who's good? It's out now. I feel cleaner. Going to I feel Subway. cleansed. I feel it. I feel cleansed. Yeah. Take Jimmy to Subway. Now we're pals. You brought up an interesting point. I didn't even think about it. Had that night not happened that way, I might have been strapped with some lunatic. He's no Carson Daly. Oh, don't get me started on that guy. <laughs> you hate I him too? transferred all my anger to Carson <laughs> Daly. He just, hates Carson Daly. Does he? Jimmy Fallon used to do the impression of him all the time. Take that, Daly. He always used to say that to Carson Daly. I'm Carson Daly and I'm a tool. That's how he used to always do his impression of him. Can I tell the truth? I mean, I don't think either one of them are very significant the moment significant is different look there uh, first off no Alan one's is more than daily no one's significant right now if you're on at one in the morning you're not that of course then that's not that's not altogether true because letterman and conan both were on at one in the morning became significant and barack obama was on fallon show three fallon, weeks ago i knew fallon was going i wasn't sure if carson daly still had yeah, his. I didn't know he does these talk show yeah, things are getting so there's diluted. too many of them yeah, yeah there's, there's way too many but, uh, yeah, no, I don't think anybody's as relevant when as Arsenio gets back in the mix. And he's getting one, too, now. Yeah, so. there's, there's way too much. I needed that. I needed George that Lopez moment. is gone. I needed that moment with Fallon. Yeah, Lopez should have been gone a long time ago. There it is. Oh, you really like his me. comedy CD. This CD's funny. Yeah? Uh, because, the, uh, look, when you get impressions as good as he's doing, maybe not the most timely ones, but that Neil Young is yeah. spot on. And the, stuff he, and the things he's doing are funny. I don't get the balls in my mouth with Eddie Vedder, but I enjoyed it because Eddie Vedder's doing it, and I think it, I think I enjoyed it because all those hipster, earthy Eddie Vedder fans that don't let him stray from his little box are listening to him sing "Balls in Your Mouth," and, and they're not calling him names. Sell out! They're laughing at it, which makes it even better. So there you go. Jimmy Fallon was just on the air with us. Never thought it would happen. And now we're going to go have subs together. Because you, you went back and forth on this. Yeah, I did. Because I didn't know how he'd be. And everybody kept telling me, he's so nice. You won't have a problem at all. Even if you tell him you didn't, have a, you didn't like him for a long time. There you go. Who's on my hit list other than that? Who else should we have on the show oh, that I haven't geez. gotten along with for years? Um, this is like an alcoholic going back and apologizing to everyone. LeBron Braun? No, LeBron can suck it. Yeah, and, and he can always suck it. He'll remember to suck it. There's a few. He'll probably come up Kobe? with the top five. And sports guys are different. I'm supposed right. to hate a few yeah. of them. Like, I want to hate Ray Lewis. I want to hate Ed Reed. Ed Reed screws me up sometimes because in interviews, I like him. Rosie O'Donnell? Rosie would be a solid one. Uh, Ellen? I don't hate Ellen. 
It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, we got to have a few others out there that I just feel like, oh, Andy Samberg. Piers Morgan. I like Piers Morgan. I just think he's a pussy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd, he, he would be too easy to push around. Yeah. So, Piers, I think you might be a little light in, uh, you know, the old loafers on your show. Maybe toughen up a question. You know, you're probably right. I could probably, I'd probably toughen those questions up just a touch <laughs> because I tend to just go down the route of being a pussy. Yeah, all right. This is easy. I don't want to push this puppy around. Yeah, you win. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's by Pierce. Just like you're picking on a kid who doesn't fight. Go buy the CD. It's actually very funny. And it's been a long time since a comedy CD's been good. Uh, blow your pants off. Jimmy Fallon, a nice guy. I've turned a corner. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.